0: Well, good day, uh, friends. Welcome to another podcast on a candid chat uh, about our eye. And today I'm so blessed. We are all so blessed because we have a very special guest, a very busy and popular doctor. <laughs> it's it's really been, uh, yeah, uh, we, I've been chasing her around to get her to come on more than to share something in today's subject on pediatric glaucoma um, is, is yeah many parents in our work um, ask us a lot and I have to confess I have limited information limited knowledge and many a times I would refer them to see a uh, certain doctors among one of them is of course Dr. Mimi and I'm so honored to have you with us here today, uh, Dr. Mimi.
1: Thank you. Uh, thank you, Stevens, for the kind introduction. I'm so sorry to <laughs> um, you know, have to chase after me. Uh, I'm sort of a procrastinator. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so thank you again for the invitation. Um, yes, this is a, um, a very important topic Uh and uh, concerns many people, yeah? especially as you know, how common the uh, adult glaucoma is. And a, yeah. lot, a lot of even my patients ask me whether, you know, would it affect their children? Mm-hmm. So um, in a way, there's good news and there's bad news. Um, you know, glaucoma is largely uh, genetically uh, passed on to one another. Mm. So, adult glaucoma, yes, your children would have a certain risk of getting adult glaucoma, not pediatric glaucoma.
0: Okay. So,
1: pediatric glaucoma uh, or congenital glaucoma is something that a child is born with and it is genetically uh, predetermined but it has nothing to do with the adult glaucoma. So, it doesn't mean if the parents have adult-onset glaucoma, hmm. you know, the children would have... Congenital glaucoma, it's, it's totally
0: different. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, the, I mean, many of the patients uh, that we are serving uh, they have the same concern like what you were sharing, Dr. Mimi. Yeah. And, and many a times they ask us, I, I can't give them that answer. But, yes. What kind of advice would you give to these parents who has glaucoma?
1: Um, uh, so again, the, the parents with adult glaucoma, mm. um, it is really, really very, very rare for them to have you know to give birth to children with congenital glaucoma. So, congenital glaucoma is totally separate, um, mm. but because it is genetically predetermined, the risk mm. factors would be, for example, if both parents are related to each other, so we call it consanguinity in the marriage, or let's say one of the other children have got congenital glaucoma. So there is a higher risk of the siblings also getting congenital glaucoma. Okay. So those are the risk factors in terms of uh, the family history. But okay. basically, um, I, I, think, I think we all already know So what, what adult glaucoma is. Basically, um, it is damage to the optic nerve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like the wire which joins the eyeball to the brain. And this optic nerve or wire is damaged because of high pressure in the eye. So, in congenital glaucoma, basically the same thing, but because um, when we are born, our eyeball is so soft, you know, the covering or the sclera mm. is very soft, mm. the pressure causes the eyeball to stretch. So, it's not just the wire is damaged, so many other things are damaged as well. The cornea, for instance, also becomes stretched and enlarged
0: mm-hmm. and
1: can become, uh, you know, you can have uh, scarring. So, cornea is like the glass surface of your watch. So, all these things are additional trauma to the, to the baby's eye. So, in fact, they have um, reclassified the definition of glaucoma. So, for example, for adults, we, we say glaucoma is a disease um, where there is damage to the optic nerve. Progressive okay. damage. Okay. Whereas in children it is damage to the whole eyeball. So it's not just the optic nerve which is damaged. They consider the, the the all the eyeball structures are also oh. damaged if you have congenital glaucoma. So that's oh. how sort of um severe it is lah, in a way.
0: Okay. Okay. So how would a parent know that the baby just born? Have that is, is there any symptom they should look out for or
1: uh, yes. So usually this childhood glaucoma they present um before three years old. Okay. okay. So commonly is uh, infants. Infants means uh, one month of age up to two years or so, but it okay. can also uh, you know present at birth. So at birth is a bit not so common, but usually after. One month, lah. one month up to two to three years. Okay. So you know how, you know, when we see babies with large eyes, mm. we say, oh, they look so cute, so lovely, so big eyes. Yeah. So unfortunately, a big eye may be one of the sin- uh, signs of glaucoma in children. Because wow. uh, remember, I told you the pressure,
0: yeah. a soft yeah.
1: eye will enlarge the eye like a balloon. So yeah. the eye will be larger than usual. So, if it affects both eyes, not so easy to recognize, but if this glaucoma commonly affects both eyes, yeah, but sometimes one eye more um,
0: prevalent.
1: Yeah, prevalent, as in um, one eye is more severely affected before the next mm. one. So, you mm. find that, hey, how come when one eye becomes larger than the other? So, when you see not yes. symmetrical, that's one but um, this is only when it is quite uh, moderately advanced that you can notice the difference, but because of the enlargement of the eyeball, the cornea is stretched and when it is uh, stretched, um, they will have a bit of scarring and a bit of um, edema, that means it is uh, swollen with water, so the child finds it difficult to open the eyes to Mm. bright light. Okay, so you find out hey, how come when, let's say, in a bright light, the child sort of uh, squeezes the eyelids shut and there's mm. a lot of tears coming out, uh, that plus the big eyes, so that yes. is one of the signs. So, but the, the easiest sign for a, a parent to notice is actually tearing, okay? You know? okay. So, tearing. But, yeah, tearing in, in babies, but tearing itself can be a a common symptom due to yeah. a blocked nasolacrimal duct. Okay. You know, nasolacrimal duct is the drain that drains your tears, um, which is at the um, inner side of your eyelids that drains your tears into the nose, into the throat. Okay. So in some children, they are born with a blocked duct so they can present as tearing. But whatever it is, if you find your, your baby tearing for no reason, because babies usually do not actually uh, produce much tears anyway but mm-hmm. if you find that they are tearing they tend to squint in bright light and you find that the eyeball, you know, the size is a bit larger than usual then you okay. have to bring them to see us to, to have a thorough checkup
0: and I'm sure the baby must be crying non-stop uh, uh,
1: no no, no. <laughs> no.
0: because he uh, the baby doesn't feel any pain or discomfort
1: Uh, No, no pain. So, if let's say you find Hmm. that your baby tears a lot and the eye is red and like there's a lot of discomfort, it could be something else. It could be, you know, some conjunctivitis, keratitis, you you know, sometimes uveitis that cause pain. Congenital glaucoma does not cause any pain.
0: Okay. Uh, And the eye is
1: white. eh? It's not red. It's not not injected.
0: Okay. So, the first thing a parent should do, sometimes the parent may not know and they would take the, the baby, baby straight to a pediatrician or a, a child specialist uh, or do they straight away go and see um, uh, uh, a glaucoma specialist who will be able to identify uh, advice you know.
1: The thing is if they bring the child to a glaucoma specialist you know it's a highly mm. likely we are able to detect but if you bring to a GP or pediatrician, unless they yeah. Have this diagnosis at the back of their mind, it could be easily missed. Yeah, it mm. could, could be easily missed because you know it is not, as I said, there's so many differential diagnoses of tearing in a child, you know. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so the case yeah. of suspicion must be there.
0: So, your advice is, is ready to go straight away, seek a professional. PT or a professional glaucoma specialist? Um, I,
1: I think initially uh, any ophthalmologist would do. Any
0: ophthalmologist? Any any ophthalmologist They'll be, would be able do. to detect.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. That's, that's good to know. Uh, then after that, they would then have to find out the uh, PT glaucoma specialist and seek further advice on how to help the child. Um, um.
1: Yes, we have to diagnose first. So you know, in in adults, you know, you can put the yeah. the, the yourself at the slit yeah. lamp, and you yeah. know, yeah. have your pressures checked. So in children, you know, that's not really possible. But fortunately, we have we have this handheld rebound tonometers mm. so that can check the pressure. Um, if the child while well, he's uh, he or she is sleeping or breastfeeding, you can. Gently use this um, instrument to check the eye pressure and okay. um, to measure the eye, the corneal size. Of course, if we highly suspect that, you know, if we see that the cornea is hazy, like bluish mm. color, a bit larger in size, we sh- will schedule the child to have a proper examination under anesthesia or EUA. Okay. Uh, so, EUA means, you know, we really put the child to sleep and then really measure properly lah, whether the cornea is bigger than usual. So the, the diameter of the cornea usually does not, is not more than 11 for a young child. If we find that it's more than 12 millimeters yeah, uh, in diameter, hmm. the cornea then very highly suspicious uh, the child has got glaucoma. And of course we have a peep into, to look into the optic nerve as well.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, to, to look for signs of damage.
0: So for the parents to be aware, to be alert and to quickly respond the right way, mm-hmm. uh, that would really go a long way to uh, help the child overcome um, glaucoma? Uh,
1: yes. So it's the, the quicker we, you know, um, unfortunately because this is a developmental problem as when they are born the hmm. drainage angle is that's not it's not not right lah you know yeah. uh, already damaged so in order to correct the damage you know giving eye drops won't won't work for long term it has to be surgical so okay. we have to schedule the child for surgery while waiting for surgery only then we give them eye drops but it's only okay. very for the you know just a temporary uh, okay.
0: Thanks, doctor. I know this is a tough question, but sometimes with uh, I don't have many parents who has uh, glaucoma kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that question is always lingering in their mind. Mm-hmm. Will my child ever lose their eyesight? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, if we are, if we manage. Okay, firstly it depends on how soon they come to us. Hmm. So. What can cause the child to lose eyesight is the nerve, the optic nerve damage, because of the long-term high pressure. But you know, amazingly, in children, then, because they're they're so young and their cells are, of yeah. course, much stronger. So if we reduce the pressure in time, you know, sometimes you see, eh, the nerve looks like almost back to normal. Oh, you know? um, um, that we have seen many times. Um, but the cornea, if, corne- if the eyeball becomes so stretched and the cornea becomes scarred, corneal scarring cannot go off, unfortunately. Okay. So maybe the corneal scarring can disturb the eyesight in a way, but it depends which. But the cornea will be scarred throughout, there'll be areas. Lah. So if they're unlucky and um, the mm. area of the scarring is at the center, then it will involve the patient's uh, vision. Um, and amblyopia, uh, okay. sort of lazy eye is also a reason for them not seeing well uh, okay. later on. But, but, you know, if we do the surgery and the surgery uh, works for a long time and we can control yep. the pressure. I mean, I have children which we, we've operated since day one of birth and they're mm. uh, doing fairly well and they're like almost 26, 30 years old now. You yeah. know, still functioning as like the normal functioning adult.
0: So, yes, okay. it's possible. That's, that's good to know. But usually, for a child, when would you when do you think their eyes will actually be more matured? Be, you know, uh, yeah, they've reached a, usually at what age do you think his eyes balls is really very stabilized and no more? growing or whatsoever because you know Mm -hmm. uh, i know that a child eyes they will take some years and usually at what age it will be fully formed
1: um actually if we are talking about not no more changes yeah uh, as you know like like for refractive surgery yeah we don't we don't encourage anybody below i think 18 18 to 21 because we want to wait till okay. the eyeball doesn't change anymore okay. um, in terms of eyeball length and all that but usually by um by two uh, years two, no two, two years, years old sorry. is when the eyeball is uh, not fully matured but but uh, is not as flexible as uh, before nah? So that's why any eye pressure before two years old can change mm. the shape of the eyeball. But above two years old, no matter how high the pressure, the eyeball won't enlarge.
0: Okay. Mm. Okay. So, well, with the advance in treatments, mm-hmm. um, do you see an improvement? Ever in, in glaucoma, especially on on treating pediatric glaucoma, um, what what is the latest research? Is, is it um, yeah? Mm. Will, will it? I'm sure it will get better and better. But uh, what's the question is? Is it better now, or we are still using back the same mm. method?
1: <laughs> uh, I would say. Almost the same method, in the sense that hmm. because um, congenital glaucoma is an angle problem, you know, as I said, right. each angle is not 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 uh, not right. So right. we do angle surgery, uh, which we call goniotomy or trabeculotomy. But this works only for um, congenital glaucoma, which presents probably less than one year old. That hmm. one is is quite successful, but. Um, if this doesn't work, then we proceed to like what we do to the adults, which is trachelectomy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if this doesn't work, then we have to consider putting in tubes for okay. the child. It's just that, you know, when you put in tubes, it's a foreign body. Uh, it, yeah. like okay. We're not too keen on that, but sometimes we, we just have to do it. Um, but uh, I've got a child, actually, one of microgenital glaucoma who's got four tubes Oh two tubes in each eye okay
0: okay, okay. two more than me
1: oh, okay <laughs> okay you know
0: uh, i mean i i'm always hopeful that one day with the technology it will get better and better yeah mm-hmm. and we all look forward to that but you know thank you for sharing so much to me i wish we had more time to share some more but it yes. is our hope that our society, as we gather more and more of these parents together, I've yeah. got a few, and we are working hard towards setting up the support group mm-hmm. uh, so that they can parents can share notes and and you know their fears, and as a group, uh, you know they can be stronger for each other. Yeah. And and we really look forward to having you one of these days when the support group starts to just come over and uh, meet the mothers usually it's the mothers who (laughs) who who are super 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 worried uh, having dealt with them Uh, and yeah i'm sure you would well uh, but assured them but thank you dr mimi Oh, yeah. know, I, I know you are a very busy, dear doctor. You are not only treating, counseling patients. You are teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are writing. Um, you, you've written so many journals. Uh, are you in the midst of writing another one again? Uh, we
1: are always having to do <laughs>
0: that. <laughs> uh, but you are so busy. But, you know, uh, for those listeners, our support group members and patients if you ever need any glaucoma advice, uh, good advice. Do pay a visit to Professor Dr. Mimi Wati. She is at the University Malaya Specialist Centre and she doesn't practice there every day, only all the day. So do give her a call and make an appointment to see her. Yeah, uh, you will certainly get Lots of advice, and she's a very, very caring doctor. Once again, Dr. Mimi, thank Thank you you. very much. It's been such a blessing to have you with us.
1: Yeah, likewise to share. Thank you so much. Thanks, Stephen.